What's working on purpose anyway? Each week we ponder the answer to this question. People ache for meaning and purpose at work, to contribute their talents passionately and know their lives really matter. They crave being part of an organization that inspires them and helps them grow into realizing their highest potential. Business can be such a force for good in the world, elevating humanity. In our program, we provide guidance and inspiration to help usher in this world we all want, working on purpose. Now, here is your host, Dr. Elise Cortez. Welcome back to the Working on Purpose program. Thanks for tuning in again this week. I'm your host, Dr. Elise Cortez, joining you live from Dallas, which is home base for me. If you don't know me yet, I'm a management consultant specializing in meaning and purpose, organizational logotherapist, inspirational speaker, social scientist, and author. You can learn more about me and how we can work together at EliseCortez.com or Gusto-Now.com. Let me thank my partner and sponsor, Work Proud. We are a perfect collaboration. Everyone wants to know they matter and that the work that they do is meaningful and appreciated. Work Proud is a mobile platform built to encourage employees to share stories and recognize each other's contribution. They empower HR and business leaders to help create company cultures where all employees are inspired to feel proud of their work and proud of their company. Learn more at workproud.com. With us today is a very special occasion. There are several beautiful women from all over the world. Today we are featuring a few of the 25 women authors from uh, who have contributed their story to the anthology I've curated called Passionately Striving and Why, an anthology of women who persevere mightily to live their purpose. So a few of them have come on. They're, they are, of course, from time zones all over the world. So there's about eight of us total to be coming on tonight. And what we want to do is introduce you to these authors, let them share a little bit about who they are today, a little bit about their story and why they have been involved with this and what they hope that you, you, you readers get out of it. So ladies, welcome to the show. Let's first start with Julie Quinn, if you'll bring her out for us. Hello, Julie. Welcome to Working on Purpose. Hi, Elise. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. It's so great to have you. Well, so for our listeners and viewers here, just introduce yourself, say a little bit about what you're doing today in the world. Absolutely. I'm a leadership strategist, consultant, and coach. I am principal of Uncommon Consulting and founder of UpSchool. And I help people um, untangle the mess of work and life, align their priorities, and uh, and go map a roadmap for, for their success. So I'm having a wonderful time doing that. And it's one of the reasons I love being here with you. That is so, so, so great. Well, so, um, you know, part of my, my vision when this all happened here, and let me share quickly the story about how this whole anthology came to be for our listeners and viewers. And so um, in August of, 19, of 2019, you know, I'd spent most of that year doing a lot of um, gatherings where I was bringing people together to share stories of people. And I was just like, like, naturally, this was an organic process. I'd be out speaking and somebody would say, oh, my gosh, I so got your message about meaning, passion, purpose. And here's what's happened in my life. And I thought there's supposed to be I'm supposed to do something with these stories. So I was hosting all these these gatherings and such. And then I get a call from the publisher of something or other publishing soup saying, hey, I want to I want to put forth a series of mythologies. I want one to be on women. I want you to curate it. I don't care what it's about. I'm like, of course, it's on purpose. So then I began systematically reaching across the globe, trying to find women who look like they were working on purpose. And I found you. So why did you say yes? Why did you say yes? I'll play. 
Oh, gosh. Um, well, I mean, first of all, I've followed your work for a long time. When we first met completely by accident, you know, we found we had a lot uh, in common around um, purpose. Uh, my passion is in uh, meaningful work, motivation, management, best practices, meaningful work, how to build it, how to create environments for it, um, how to help people secure it. Um, the reason I wanted to be part of this is uh, I've been in human resources roles at the executive level for 20 plus years. And in all of those years, you know, more often than not, people are suffering, you know, through their work lives, um, you know, wishing for retirement. And um, and then there are some of those folks who you bump into who are doing what they love and, and you know, really have uh, or, or, or doing doing what the same people who are suffering are doing, but are finding some purpose and meaning in it, right? So there's a couple of ways to go through life, and I really prefer the latter. And if we can help, <laughs> uh, if we can help more folks feel more like that more of the time, I am in. Okay, me too. Glad you said yes. Okay, now just briefly, since we want to make sure we have enough time for the other ladies to come on as well, give us just a high level order. What's your story about? What's the gist of your story? Give us a little little taste. Yeah, I. Um, it's about the gravitational pull of life that tends to get in the way of that light, little, gentle, at first, voice that says, you really ought to be doing something else. You know, you really ought to be doing, you know, more of this or more of that. And and it's quiet at first, and the gravitational pull is really strong And uh, at first. And then over time, that voice gets louder and stronger, and it has to break free from that gravitational pull. So that's kind of what my story is about. Very succinct. I love it. Okay, now, um, um, what do you hope readers get from this? You know, I, I want to uh, make sure, uh, well, I would love for our readers to know that it can happen, um, that it takes longer than you think, that um, uh, that it's not going to happen the way you think, and you can't do it alone. And there's going to be 25 of us in that book right by your side helping you to do what your journey is supposed to be. That's what I hope they get out of that, is that just, they've got 25 friends rooting them on. Oh, Julie, that's smashing. I'll take that. That's fantastic. Um, all right. Well, stick around for as long as you care to. I know you popped in just to be able to you fit us in amongst everything else that you're doing. Really appreciate that. Isn't that great? Literally juggling all kinds of balls. Thank you for joining us, sharing. And best of all, thank you for being part of this anthology that I'm extremely proud of. Oh, thanks so much, Elise. I'm very excited to see it come out. Me too. All right. Hang for as long as you like. Um, let us bring up next Donald Ham Donna Hamilton, please. I, I think she's just on the screen as Donna. Okay, uh, maybe she had to dash. All right, let's bring up um, Mavis, Mavis Sai. There we go. Hello, Dr. Mavis Sai. It's so good to have you on. Thank you for joining us and for being part of our anthology. Um, for our listeners and viewers, will you introduce yourself and say a little bit about the work you're doing today, the amazing work you're doing today? I'm really happy to be here, Elise. So my name is Mavis Sai. I'm a psychologist, a research scientist at the University of Washington. And I am the executive director and founder of Awareness, Courage, and Love Global Project, which brings those three um, qualities, awareness, courage, and love to everyone in the world. I train chapter leaders all over the world in six continents to work with people in their communities to live better lives. Brilliant, brilliant. So, so important and certainly working on purpose. 
So you were referred to us by one of our other contributors. I think it was Sheetal Shaw. Thank you, Sheetal, again. Um, why did you say yes? And you have many things going on in your crazy busy world. Why in the world did you say yes to this project? It's really important to me, Elise, to see and bring out the best in people. And I wanted to support you in doing that. It just seems like you're going to have this really large reach. And I want just want women to know what they're capable of. And I wanted to be part of this project to help inspire people. Well, that's exactly what I want to happen as well, because my hope is that we, our stories help people understand a couple of things. One, that purpose is available to anyone, anywhere in the world. It, it, there are no socioeconomic back, uh, factors or obstacles. There are no cultural obstacles. It's available and works everywhere. And when we actually are obedient to it and work and serve from it, we can really make a difference with our one precious life. And that's what I'm out to do. So thrilled that you said yes. So thank you. And um, a little bit about your story. Your story is amazing. And again, this, I wanted this to be global. And so, of course, you are hearkening back to your heritage in your story, I know. So give us a taste of your story. So the title of my anthology is From Intergenerational Trauma to a Path of Purpose. And I wrote a little bit about my parents' trauma going through the Japanese War and then the communist takeover of China and just how I carry that in my cellular memory and, and also growing up with my parents. I was lucky enough to be born in Hong Kong after they escaped, but there's been so much intergenerational trauma and I wrote a little bit about that and how I was able to overcome that. Yeah, and so one of the things that's that I really enjoyed about being serving as the curator and literally catching all of your stories is I also then had the, the tremendous opportunity to then try to, and I did, I, I categorized them according to our paths, right? So your pain is, is a way, is, is a path to purpose. Um, and so I did that because I think it, it will help our listeners, or excuse me, our readers, um, to be able to determine, oh, I can recognize that. Yeah, I've gone through something like that. Oh, you mean that could actually help illuminate my purpose? That's amazing, right? So, uh, yeah, your story is very powerful, very powerful. Um, and you. what, go ahead, please, Mavis. Oh, I was just saying thank you. You're welcome. Um, and then, so um, what do you hope that our readers get from reading this book? I would love to be able to serve our readers anybody who resonates with the idea of rising to live more true to yourselves and connecting more deeply with not only yourself with but with other people in your life i would just love to be able to connect with you and that's mm. that's what i would hope i appreciate that uh, dr sai because if you recall as we we're going through this process here there was lots of steps along the way and i did ask all of you to include your biographies and a way for people to find you and that was exactly the reason i did that is because i wanted readers who said oh i can so relate to her story i want to know more about her yeah she's saying what i what i have been saying that's exactly why i wanted to do that and i do i actually envision that we're gonna create our own tribe doing this, right? That, that there, there's gonna be a group of people that come along with this. It's already happening in other ways, but I, I see this anthology as really opening the doors to creating um, a tribe that maybe didn't exist before or was looking for a place to coalesce and didn't quite know how to do it. I love what a visionary you are, Elise. 
Oh, thank you for that. You know, I will tell you, and this is something for all of our, our people listening and watching right now, it is truly crazy, and I know you can speak to this, um, what happens to us when we live and serve from purpose? Are the creativity, the energy, the focus that is available to us when we're working from purpose is phenomenal. I mean, I've done crazy things high on purpose, and I know you have too. <laughs> I love that term, high on purpose. High on yes. purpose, that's high where it's at, right? It's beautiful. Um, I want to cut us into a, a quick little break so that we can also segment the other ladies. But before I do that, Dr. Sai, um, anything else you want to share with our listeners and viewers about yourself, about why this purpose work and the work you're doing is so important to you? I would love to share about an app that my nonprofit created called Living ACL. So it's available in the App Store and it will just bring lots of opportunities to people. And I, I just love the idea of this global tribe and want to support that. That is fantastic. Thank you, Dr. Sai, for that, for that offering. That's beautiful. So let's do this. Um, I'm going to ask for Tabitha Rose to come up after the break. So if you would help me with that on the back end for us. But for now, let us grab our first break. Thank you, Dr. Sai, for your share. I'm your host, Dr. Elise Cortez. We've been on the air with a few of the women from the anthology that I'm curating that's coming out next month. And we'll be talking about why they're in, in this program and what they hope their stories will do for the world. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Dr. Elise Cortez is a management consultant specializing in meaning and purpose. An inspirational speaker and author, she helps companies visioneer for greater purpose among stakeholders and develop purpose-inspired leadership and meaning-infused cultures that elevate fulfillment, performance, and commitment within the workforce. To learn more or to invite Elise to speak to your organization, please visit her at EliseCortez.com. Let's talk about how to get your employees working on purpose. This is Working on Purpose with Dr. Elise Cortez. To reach our program today or open a conversation with Elise, send an email to Elise, A-L-I-S-E, at EliseCortez.com. Now, back to Working on Purpose. Thanks for staying with us and welcome back to Working on Purpose. As I've watched the pandemic continue on, we look for ways to help companies support their employees handle the anxiety, stress, depression, and feeling disconnected, while also helping to lift and inspire them with ongoing professional development. So we now offer a well-being webinar learning series called Grab Your Gusto, Vital Well-Being from the Inside Out. You can learn more about it at EliseCortez.com or send me an email to Elise at EliseCortez.com and I'll tell you about it. If you're just joining the program here, uh, we have some guests from around the world who are contributing authors to the anthology we're all part of and that I've curated is called Passionately Striving and Why. So you'll be hearing about each one of them. So I want to bring up next, if we can, uh, if Tabitha Rose is still on with us. There she is. Welcome, Tabitha. That's so great to have you. And Thank I you. love what we're seeing behind you. This is gorgeous. Yeah, this is my bookstore. <laughs> uh, well, tell us, introduce yourself and tell us about this bookstore and what all the things that you're doing. Yeah. Thank you. I'm Tabitha Rose. I help people put their life stories to paper and guide um, those stories to inspire hearts and minds all around the world. I'm also the founder of the Life to Legacy Foundation, and that takes uh, life story writing into places like palliative care wings and treatment centers and under bridges and where people need a healing most. 
Um, and the Life to Legacy Foundation also is supported by what you see behind me, which is the new bookshop in Miami, Florida. And so the bookshop, uh, all profits from the bookshop go to support the Life to Legacy Foundation. Just a little bit of passion running your life, isn't there? Mm-hmm. A little bit big of purpose difference. along the way. Yeah, right. Big, um, big difference than I, my past. <laughs> from the yeah. Yes, which is exactly why um, I, as you might remember, when we, when you came into this, I asked you to talk about your life before you've, you really discovered your purpose. So we could contrast and compare that. And you do that magnificently in your contribution, by the way. It's so compelling. It's so rich and so profound um, and intense, right? It's just intense. And yeah. <laughs> so share a little bit about your story. So I decided to... Um go into my past and talk about, you know, the moments when purpose was really tapping me on the shoulder (laughs) throughout my life and um, what I went through and sort of the decision I made um, to go completely the opposite direction um, of purpose um, when I was getting those signs from the universe. And then ultimately what happened was, um, you know, the shoulder taps turned into slaps and slaps turned into a full knockdown. And then I was finally uh, sitting on my behind saying, okay, I'm listening now. Um, And I knew it was time to make a a significant change in my life. And that meant um, being the full expression of myself. And that was something that I was terrified of being um, and getting to know. So I talk about that and I, and I ultimately, um, Steve Jobs has a quote that says, um, you can't connect, connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backward. So you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in your future. You have to trust in something, your gut, destiny, life, karma, whatever. Um, this approach has never let me down and it's made all the difference in my life. And um, that's what I want to encourage people to do as well. Um, you know, look back. I mean, the future can be very uh, anxiety provoking when we think about the future. I, I'm like an expert at projecting panic into the future. But when you look <laughs> back, you'll, you know, and, and especially writing is so cathartic. And I felt like when I was writing, things kind of untangled um, even more so. And I was able to make these, you know, connections and see that purpose was there all along. Um even if I fell into it not so gracefully, um, I'm, I'm truly grateful that I did. It is amazing how when you when you do stand in purpose, you can look back and you can you can thread it through your life. You can see all the threads. It's amazing. But it's only when you get to that place of clarity that you can see that. You can see that design. And I remember mm-hmm. distinctly, by the way, Miss Tabitha, when I, it was a Saturday morning and I devoted the whole entire day to editing the stories and reading and getting, making, and giving feedback to the authors. And your message, I think, came through LinkedIn or something about, is it too late? Can I, can I be in? And, and we were literally just at the edge of, of cutting off. And, and you said something like, I feel like, tell us, you said something like, I feel like I'm supposed to be doing this, or this is, this is the calling, or there's something about this. What was it about the introduction to the anthology and being in it that was calling you? Uh, it was you, and it was discussing purpose. And I believe, you know, because of what I do uh, every day, I, I help put other people's stories to paper. I um, and I've been encouraged for a long time now to put my own. And when I saw that, 
I just, it spoke to me. It was like, yes, um, it's now. Mm -hmm. um, and it was so fuf incredibly fulfilling to write um, about my own life. I can't tell you. I'm so happy to hear that. You know what I heard so often from the, the women who contributed was how cathartic the experience was of writing their story. Mm -hmm. I'm so grateful that I was able to, 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 to offer that opportunity. I didn't, I knew it would be meaningful, but cathartic is fantastic, right? So I'm very, mm -hmm. very happy to hear that. Now, what Thank do you. you hope readers will get from it? I mean, I hope ultimately people, you know, I believe stories can change the world. So um, and I believe right now we're in a time of loneliness. Many people are, and I hope they feel not alone when they read mine, which is why I, I chose to be um, extremely open and vulnerable about even, you know, the, the darkest parts of my, of my past. Um, I want people to know they're not alone. And um, I hope that they're inspired to even begin to write their own just because, um, the process, like you said, is so cathartic. It's so healing. And I, and I truly felt, I remember after pressing send, uh, sending it over to you, I just felt uh, like untangled in a, in a good way, in a, mm -hmm. in a good way. <laughs> truly, mm -hmm. that's used to express when you're all unwound. But I felt really, um, I felt, I, I was falling in love with my own story. And I think everyone should. That is brilliant. And yes, everyone should. I have as well. And by the way, this purpose stuff is messy, but that's what life is. Mm -hmm. It's messy. And that's the whole opportunity is, is going through the muck and, and finding, you know, what does this mean to you and, and discovering really who you are in the process and how you can help yeah. serve, serve the world. And, and it's, it's, it's work, which is why, of course, I do what I do as a management consultant working in meeting and purpose. So, so happy you said yes. And I know, I know you can't stay um, for probably the whole show, but stay along for as long as you as you as you can. Um, after we hear from a couple of the other authors, I know we have um, uh, Renee and Crystal coming on, so I'm going to have them share. But then afterwards, I want to open it up to all of us. So um, if you can stay on, great. If you have to go, I understand. But thank you so much, Tabitha. It's great to have thank you. Thank you. And I'm thrilled to catch your story. Thank you. Uh, let us bring up next um, Crystal, please. Hello. Oi, Cristal. Tudo bem? Olá, tudo bem. E você? Muito bem. Uh, and so, Cristal is from Brazil. Uh, Tabitha originally hails from, from Canada, but she splits her time between Canada and the United States. And, of course, Mavis comes to us through um, China. So, that's I love the international piece of this. So, Cristal, so great to have you. Please introduce yourself and tell us what you're doing with yourself these days. Uh, hey, dear. Thank you very much for having me. I'm super, super glad to be here. It's amazing to hear the story of all these women, and it's just a really tiny piece from everything that is in the in the book, right? Um, so, uh, hi everyone. I'm Crystal. Um, I am a person passionate about working with people, discovering people, and helping them, supporting them achieve their goals. Uh, I do believe that great things can be done once you have the opportunity and uh, tools for reaching everything that you want to. Uh, so currently I'm working with Doctor Without Borders uh, in human resources and I support projects that in most in most vulnerable and needed areas in Brazil and possibly in all kinds of parts of the world. So yeah. 
Oh, it's so beautiful. Um, and I'm pretty sure I found you on LinkedIn. I reached out to you to invite you to be in this. And um, yeah. it was interesting at first you said, I'm not sure if I'm working on purpose. And I think, <laughs> right. And and then, uh, you know, so you gave it some thought and kind of went, wow. Yeah. And, you know, what's what's great about you. I, I think you are the youngest contributor to our anthology. Do you mind saying how old you are? Ah, no, not at all. I'm 30. I 30. just just. Came thirty. Mm-hmm. This month. So you know, listeners and viewers, obviously, her first language is Portuguese, and here she is joining us with English. So it's it's always impressive when somebody else can render such easy speech in another language, Cristal. So, um, bada bang, bada bang. So um, a little about your story. What's a taste of, of your story? Of course, I know what it is. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Uh, so it's 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 funny that you mentioned that. Once you reached me, I was it. it I was uh, it, I had this question in my mind about like if I was working with purpose. So um, I had this question for along with me from from twenty eight years, and took me twenty eight years to understand a little bit that that what what is work with purpose, and if I was working with purpose. Um, so once you reached me, I was in the in this process of journey of changing from a, a person that was unhappy with uh, the life that I was working or I was living. Uh, I didn't see myself and fitting in the in the uh, in the environment that I was before, and I was just doing this change to be into a more life, into a more of a life that I I know what I want and know, and I want to pursue what I'm pursuing it. So it was really fun because you reached in the point you fished me exactly in this transition phase. I was, um, and this is, this is what my story is about. It's about a person who is super lost and trying to understand what what would be the next step. Feeling that where I was wasn't good enough, wasn't something that I was I would like to keep doing it. Uh, professionally and personally speaking, and um, trying to reach the next step that I was uh, wanting to do. And fortunately, it's so far it's been amazingly great. I'm in love what I do now. Um, I'm super happy. And uh, this this transition is what I tell in my story. I hope it can be inspiring for someone that is can be related to not understanding what would be the next step, but uh, the thing is, just go for it. Uh, listen to your heart, listen to your guts, and 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 be yourself. Be true to yourself that somehow you're going to find you in the most vulnerable way, in the most truthful way uh, that it can be, which is, for me, is my purpose, to be myself in the fullest. Mm-hmm. And if you remember, one of the things that I asked uh, of all of the authors was for, to be really real, to let us in on the, you know, the real truth of what it was like to, as I call the wild alive scratching for meaning and purpose. It's, it's, it's hard work. And so all of your stories, your story is, it is, it shows vulnerability. You let us into your life. And that's what I wanted to showcase because that's the access point for our readers to be able to get access to their own purpose. So beautiful rendering. And what do you hope that the readers get from it? Um, I I hope that readers can can be inspired somehow and can believe that it's possible. 
to reach further uh, and to be yourself in um, in a really meaningful way. So uh, my story is just one of many women that are amazing. Uh, so somehow we are here together with the same purpose, which is to share our stories and to reach more and more people. I think it's not for uh, uh, any... I think there is a purpose for being women talking about purpose. So this also inspires me as a woman to talk to women and not just women, but also with men and everyone. But being a woman in this position, it means a lot and hope that any any age we can reach everyone if you're you're young in the, your career or if you're already with uh, uh, a more mature career, you can understand that you can be yourself and pursue your happiness and whatever it is, if it's professionally, personally, or any field that you think is it's possible, it's possible. Thank you, Crystal. Obrigada. Yeah, and, and, and what I would say to add and extend what you just said is actually the more you can really become and allow your true person to emerge, which actually is ultimately at the bottom of that, or the core of that is your is your purpose. The more you are going to be fulfilled in life and the bigger impact, the bigger place of service that you can come from. And that's what we're all inviting the readers to do is, right, is to come with us on this journey. It's well worth the effort. So thank you, Cristal. Thank you so much. Thank you. Stay with us for as long as you can, because I want to go ahead and bring after we have, um, so if we can get um, Donna or Renee to come back or to come into the room now and share her, her piece. And then afterwards, um, I will, I'll bring us together for a conversation. Donna, it's so good to see you. You look gorgeous. So good to see you. Thank you. You're welcome. So introduce yourself. Tell us um, who you are and what you're pouring yourself into these days. Okay, yes. I am Donna Renee Hamilton. For, forgive me for the confusion on the name, but... Um, that was, my, that was I, on me. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. Okay, but uh, just a little bit of background. I, I am a personal development coach, online personal development coach, and I'm also a published author as well as my first heart. I'm a counselor and an educator. So what I'm working on right now these days is uh, our reentry coalition. I'm the chair of Capital Area Reentry Coalition. I live in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And this coalition is all about reentry and reducing recidivism. So we work a lot with organizing, work with organizations all over the uh, city and uh, as well as outside in other areas. But uh, we, we work on bringing people successfully from being incarcerated into a system where they will have access to all the services that they need, whether it's housing, employment, whatever. So. I'm this person who's a part of connecting everybody to everybody so that we can have this thing work out perfectly to help people to be successful as they re-enter back into society. Yeah, and you know something about that. So tell us a little bit about your story. Yes, I do know a little bit something about that. Uh, 15, uh, nearly 15 years ago, I found myself in a place that I never thought I would ever be in a million years because, uh, you know, I'd never been in any trouble, anything like that before, but I did get caught up with an organization, an agency that was um, uh, uh, working with substance abuse and um, it, it, it was healthcare fraud. I got caught up into a healthcare fraud uh, uh, situation there. And basically what made it so difficult for me and that, that led me down to the road where I ended up being incarcerated as well was because 
the person who was heading that was my children's father. So because of that emotional bond attachment, I didn't want to go against him and, and you know, testify against him. So they got angry and they pulled me into it too. And it left for five years, we fought through the criminal justice system. And then it ended up with me being incarcerated for 14 months, three states away from my home. I had two young children to take care of. So it was a very devastating experience. Yeah, and one of the things I find really fascinating about your story is that uh, what would not actually seem obvious from the outset is that was actually a place where you could have enough quiet in your life to be able to hear the delicate whisper of your whisper of your purpose trying to get your attention, which is really kind of phenomenal when you think about yes. it. That you actually, you know, you went from prison to purpose, which I believe is the name of your, your story. Yes. Yeah. That's yes, pretty- yes, exactly. That's the name of my story from story from prison to purpose. So just like you said, Elise, I mean, it would be the most unlikely place that you think you would go in and find purpose. But uh, it turned out where that being happened. What I always say is when I share my story is the physical bars, the, the, the being being behind being behind the physical bars helped me to realize that I had already built a prison, a self-made prison around myself, around my mind and around my heart. And just, you know, the limitations, you know, that 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 hold us back in life. And then the the emotional, you know, the emotional things that we go through, the pain that we go through in life. I, I realized that I'd already built like this prison around myself of fear. And mm-hmm. so it took me to to find myself in that predicament in order to set myself free from the mental and the emotional prison or incarceration that we often find ourselves in, in life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I, I came, you know, I, and, and I always say, you know, Grace met me there for sure. It's a big story of Grace. Grace met me there. And, uh, you know, I, 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 that quiet time helped me to, you know, really uh, uh, come to understanding who I am and, and, and who God is in my life. So, I don't know, I, the rat race sometimes gets so caught up in the rat race in life that we don't have the time to really, really, really sit within ourselves and be in the present moment. Because I had a problem also with being in the present. I'm, I was like that anxiety prone person who's always, you know, my mind is always in the future. But to be in the present, it taught me how to be in the present moment. And I practice that every day of my life now. Mm, that is beautiful. And on that no- that note, everybody stay with us here. Let's grab our last break. I'm Dr. Lisa Cortez, your host. We've been on the air with women from the anthology that we're all part of that I've curated called Passionately Striving and Why, which is coming out in early August this year. And after the break, we're going to hear more about what their perspectives are and just what we're doing. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Dr. Elise Cortez is a management consultant specializing in meaning and purpose. An inspirational speaker and author, she helps companies visioneer for greater purpose among stakeholders and develop purpose-inspired leadership and meaning-infused cultures that elevate fulfillment, performance, and commitment within the workforce. To learn more or to invite Elise to speak to your organization, please visit her at EliseCortez.com. Let's talk about how to get your employees working on purpose. 
This is Working on Purpose with Dr. Elise Cortez. To reach our program today or open a conversation with Elise, send an email to Elise, A-L-I-S-E, at EliseCortez.com. Now, back to Working on Purpose. Thanks for staying with us and welcome back to Working on Purpose. I mentioned after the first break about the Grab Your Gusto Wellbeing webcast learning series. The content of that program is adapted from part one of my recently published book called Purpose Ignited, How Inspiring Leaders Ignite Passion and Elevate Cause. I wrote that book to awaken readers to their passion and purpose and help transform them into inspirational leaders who enliven the workplace and elevate the contribution of business to all its stakeholders. If you're just joining me today, we have a collection of women from around the world who have contributed their stories to the anthology that I've curated called Passionately Striving and Why. So for this part of the of the show, we're coming to the tail here. I just wanted to sort of weigh in on a couple of things with all of us together. Before we do that, I want to share with you that one of the reasons that I'm so committed to this whole purpose work is that I think it was in 2018, I had Karen Hoyas on my radio show and she she wrote a, a book about purpose and she's a firecracker. She said in the book, we talked about it on, on air, she said right now only 1% of the global population is fully living their purpose. She said, when we get to 3%, consciousness will be raised such that peace is actually possible. I thought that's worth getting up for, mm-hmm. right? So, so much of what I see us doing here is we are elevating consciousness. And so just as we as we talk here a little bit about this, I want to hear from from each of you and just some way in some some of your perspectives on the matter here. But first, just to open it. What do you think the world would look like if more of us actually lived and worked from their purpose? What would you say, Dr. Sai? You're on mute, by the way. There we go. If more of us lived according to our purpose, there would just be so much more connection and love and peace and equity. There wouldn't be this these really corrosive divides between people and there wouldn't be the rich and the poor and I think there'd just be a lot more equality and connection. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And um, when we're t- here, we are having a conversation talking about our path to purpose, and all of us have had. It's been a messy journey, and we haven't. N- none of us have really known where this thing was going to take us. Um, what would you offer to the listeners who are? They're uh, they're obviously tuning in because this this topic is probably of interest to them. But what would you offer to them um, for their journey to help them along? Who are you asking, Elise? You, Mavis. Sorry, you still had the floor. You still had the mic. So, I have this idea that there are actually dreams that want to find people as opposed to focusing on yourself and and trying to find a dream. It's like uh, just being open and listening to what's calling to you. I I just believe that we each have, and I, I would love to hear everyone else's ideas about this that they're actually callings that we need to tune into as opposed to making it happen, that we just need to be open to what is trying to find us. I love that. I want to chime in, but let me let uh, Donna or Christelle speak up as well. Sure, I'll go next. Um, The first question, I think you asked, what would the world be if everyone everyone lives in their purpose? And I, I mean, I think I definitely believe that we will be able to solve all the problems that we have in the world today. Uh, It doesn't matter 
uh, whether if it's sickness, uh, uh, racism, uh, 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 whatever, you know, classism, sexism, everything. I think if everyone really live in their purpose, we would definitely have that that world where everyone everyone's needs will be met. Um, uh, uh, hopefully, you know, we can kind of find a cure for cancer because I do believe that a lot of times people, I, I think that we have a lot of dreams in the graveyard. And that's because sometimes, you know, we wrestle so much with this whole complexity of purpose and, and trying to, you know, chase it and find it and make it such a difficult thing but it's not as difficult. It's really simple, but it is difficult because life does get messy. And sometimes we get off off course and, you know, we get off the path. But I think if we're all doing what we're supposed to do, then the puzzle would all fall together as far as our earth, you know, our climate, just, uh, just every area facet of, you know, how we live and what we live in, we would be able to solve these problems. So that that's my biggest uh, uh, take for that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and and to both of your points, right? So one of the things I'm very clear about because of the work that I do is that, um, to your point, Donna, we all we do desperately need to quiet ourselves and come into ourselves to hear that whisper that's coming from within. And to your point, uh, Dr. Sai, I do see it as kind of like a divining rod, and I feel like this there's been a divining rod that's been sort of leading me in my life and my opportunity was to listen to it right and and then and, and be, be obedient to it frankly and it wasn't always convenient to be obedient to it um this is hard work living from purpose sometimes that's why we put in the you know persevering mightily piece in the title right um and that's also to the point that julie said at the beginning of the show you need help you need a community to help you and that's why this this what we're doing here together is helping to create that and then finally i want to say that um i really believe that when we really get true to what our purpose is and we serve from it, that contribution that we can make is so much bigger than than we ever could imagine. And yes, it's terrifying to imagine you can make that big of a difference, right? Um, and, and that's the opportunity for all of us to really stand in our, our brilliance and our possibility and, and let that light shine because the world does need it. So beautiful contribution, both of you ladies. Uh, Crystal, your perspective? Uh, that's I couldn't agree more with with the both contributions. Um, I think when you live in a purpose, you're you're not giving up easily of what you want to do and what you want to give the legacy you want to leave in the world. You know, uh, so it's once you once you know what you want you're gonna pursue this doesn't matter what doesn't matter any conditions and etc and it's not a, a easy trail to go through but at least you know there is a there is a point to reach or if this point to reach you can go further and what you mentioned at least at least sorry uh it is that you you can go beyond that your, your expectation. You can create much more than is ever was imaginable by you or anyone else. So it's it's also a path for not knowing everything that is going to happen, but also it's a path of a lot of excitement, a lot of challenge, a lot of perseverance, and and just to keep going and and make sure that things are on the right path. And the feeling that you have inside internally, it's not, it's not, you cannot buy, you cannot 
creating anything. It's just your own. So this is at least the most few that you can have to, to pursue thriving through life. Yeah, it's the best fuel I've ever found, for sure. Um, by the way, the, the, the uh, just flashed on the screen here uh, was it was Miriam Zaccarelli. She is one of our contributing authors as well, also from Brazil. She's listening in today, and uh, she shares a bit about her story of really what it was like to um, work in you know an all men's corporate space and what that did to her health and how she came through that on the other side. So Miriam, your story is powerful. Will resonate with a lot of people. I'm so glad that you. We, I caught your story too, and we're sharing it. So. Um, we have, what's great about this anthology is it was intentional to literally reach across the globe. So we have stories from Australia to Zambia. Um, and I just think that is just phenomenal, right? And so, so many of these women wrote these, their, their stories in a, a language secondary to their native. Um, so that has been phenomenal to be able to catch those stories. So um, I think there really is something for everyone in this collection. I think that as you read these stories, you're going to get to know these 25 women. My story is in there as well. Um, and I, I want you to reach out to us. I want you to connect with us. I want you to, to let us know what you learned and um, what moved you and what helped you, right? That's we're, we're part of your community now. And we're literally reaching through that book, a hand up to you to come with us. So it's a, it's a real invitation. Um, so we've got just a couple more minutes here, ladies, before we have to close the show. And I want to give each of you a chance just to say in maybe one minute or so, however you'd like to, to leave the listeners and viewers with today. Uh, let's sorry, sorry, you're like, who do I, who, who is it? Uh, <laughs> go ahead, Donna, thank you. I'll jump in. I just want to uh, say to the readers, to the listeners, as far as purpose is concerned, it is a path. And sometimes, you know, we, 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 we procrastinate, but it, it is a sacrifice <laughs> and you know, there may be a lot of things you may encounter, but have courage, take courage and follow your heart and follow what your dreams are. Thank you, Miss Donna, beautiful. Cristal? Ah, that's so beautiful. I just want to cop and paste. It's amazing, Donna, <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, what I, if I can just let something like pursue for it don't don't give up it took me 20 years and i still figuring out is is a journey and for me the, the most exciting thing is to believe leaving the present the present in my journey and knowing that the way i'm going it's the way i want to go i am the owner of my path i make my choice and uh what I'm doing is what I believe is the best thing that I can do to, to this world. So keep going and pursue that. Beautiful, Crystal. And let me add to what you're saying. It's so important. You're, bring, you're bringing up a very important point, and that is that when we live and work from our purpose, we are literally stretching ourselves. And so we are, we're constantly growing and pulling ourselves forward. So your purpose expression will continue to evolve as you continue to grow yourself, right? So know that you literally are, um, as Gabriel Kazan said in my radio show a couple some time back, when we're really, really serving and living from our purpose, we're living at our edge. And that's amazing. That's It's so enlivening, right? And because you're living at your edge, you are stretching yourself. You are growing. So that means you're going to get new insights all the time, new ways to be able to see who you are and what you're doing in the world. And that just opens the spigot more, right? It opens the expression of, the, of your spigot and the expression of your purpose. And so you are a perfect illustration of we're literally watching you blossom in front of us, all of us. It's beautiful. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, too. Dr. Sai? 
One of the themes that we emphasize today is how we can't do it alone. So that's what I want to say to the readers and listeners to just come join, join our community and connect with us and let's support one another as best we can. Thank you, Dr. Sai. Finish. That's a great way to finish, right? And uh, because really, this is this is um, this is a space where you you need help. Um, you do need, to Donna's point, you really need that silence. You need to close out the the chaos of the world to be able to hear this. But then you also need to connect with a community that will support you. So, um, uh, just to sort of say a few of the women that um, who were also in the anthology, of course, who couldn't be on the show because they are in other parts of the world and are sleeping right now. Thank you very much. Um, we've got, um, for example, um, Poonam Kasturi is from India. Her um, contribution is called Not Wasting a Thing, Certainly Not a, not a Life. She has made um, com you know, waste, compost, her business, her life in India. Can you imagine? It's amazing. So her story is very, very inspiring. Um, we have Sheetal Shah. Um, She's, her story is called Every Day Showing Up with an Open Heart. Um, she's in Kenya, right, Dr. Sai? Yeah, uh, amazing. Uh, we have Ricky Kilgard from Sweden talking about turning pain into purpose, the way you get up when life knocks you down is the name of her story. Uh, phenomenal. So those are just a few of the, of the smatterings here. So thank you for joining us today. All of you ladies, it's so wonderful to see you again and have you together, right? It's fantastic for all of us to be together. We need a reunion at some point, so Definitely. have to make that happen. Definitely. <laughs> right? um, so listeners, viewers, thank you for joining us today. Please um, support this journey. Uh, pick up a copy of the book. It'll be on, it'll be on Amazon later on uh, somewhere in, in August. Um, so please, if, you, if this is at all telling for you or calling for you, pick up a book. It makes a great graduation copy. We, we discovered that as a great gift. So thank you very much for your support. If you want to learn more about this and just start the connection process, start with me. Go to EliseCortez.com. I'll help you connect with any of these ladies that you've heard about today as well if you can't find them on your own. So I want to say thanks again to my partner and sponsor, WorkProud, which helps companies build a platform where your workforce receives meaningful feedback and thanks for their work from people from across your company. Last week, if you missed the live show, you can always catch it via recorded podcast. We were on the air with Ken Banks, who is head of social purpose at Yodi in Cambridge. We talked about his early career, just decades of what we what I call wild alive scratching for meaning and purpose, and the book he's just written called Pursuit of Purpose. This show is for anyone who is starting to feel that itch for meaning that often presents itself in their mid-30s to early 40s. Take a listen and let us know what you think. And see you there. Remember that works at least, at least a third of our life. So let's work on purpose. We hope you've enjoyed this week's program. Be sure to tune in to Working on Purpose, featuring your host, Dr. Elise Cortez, each week on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Together, we'll create a world where business operates conscientiously, leadership inspires impassioned performance, and employees are fulfilled in work that provides the meaning and purpose they crave. See you there. Let's work on purpose.